This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Thursday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. Management at Porky Cueve are asking people to judge a controversial planning application on its merits. Locals living close to the stadium are opposed to plans for new car parks at either end of the all-weather 4G pitch and submitted a 25-page objection to the plans on Tuesday. The stadium board say the new car parks are needed due to the pedestrianisation of the marina and to make room for disabled parking. However, the Ballantemple Area Residents Association maintain there's no need to provide more parking. Speaking to Red FM News, Director of the Porky Cueve Stadium Board, Michael O'Flynn, says the provision of disabled parking is one of the main reasons for the proposed car parks. There has been suggestions that this disability parking issue isn't a real issue at all. It is a real issue. When it comes to large events, the fire officer, understandably so, will not allow any car parking in the immediate surrounds of the stadium. That is an issue that has been addressed temporarily in recent years by adjacent landowners. Some of those land ownership has now have now changed. So this car parking is absolutely crucial. Patients at a Cork mental health unit had their rooms locked by day. An inspection by the Mental Health Commission of St. Catherine's Ward, located on the grounds of St. Finbar's Hospital, recorded 10 non-compliances. The unit, which has 21 beds and 17 residents at the time of the inspection, was critical risk rated for privacy, as the bedroom area was locked from early morning until half nine at night, and the day area was locked from 9.30pm until morning. The centre was also rated critical for therapeutic services, privacy and staffing, and was high risk for individual care plans, general health, premises, ordering, storing and prescribing medicines and risk management. After the inspection, the Mental Health Commission initiated an escalation process requiring the centre to take immediate steps to address the non-compliances which were rated as critical. The service responded, providing evidence that it took appropriate remedial actions. Explicit assurances were provided about the practice of locking bedrooms. The Commission is to continue to closely monitor compliance in these areas. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. Starting with the Paralympics, Dublin's Ellen Keane is into the final of the SB8 100m backstroke in Tokyo. She qualified in first place from the heats in a personal best time. Keane is back in the pool at 11.40 this morning, Irish time. 16-year-old Limerick swimmer Roisin Irene has qualified for another final. She finished third in her heat in the S13 100m backstroke and returns just after 11am. In football, Keen Coleman and Keen Murphy have signed new deals at Cork City, seeing them continue as City players for the 2022 season. Pep Guardiola says he will leave Manchester City when his contract expires in 2023 and he will take a break from the game. Republic of Ireland manager Stephen Kenny names his squad for next week's World Cup qualifiers later today. It's likely to be missing Callum Robinson after the West Brom striker tested positive for COVID-19. Last night, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang netted a hat-trick in Arsenal's 6-0 win at West Brom in the League Cup. Elsewhere, there were wins for Southampton and Burnley. Tonight, Shamrock Rovers face Rohr Tallinn in the second leg of their Europa Conference League qualifier, trailing 4-2 on aggregate. Kickoff is 7.45. Before that, at a quarter past seven, Celtic go to the Netherlands in the Europa League qualifiers, where they hold a 2-0 advantage over AZ. In golf, the penultimate leg of the FedEx Cup gets underway today with the BMW Championship. Rory McIlroy needs a big week if he's to qualify for the Tour Championship. He goes out just before 7pm, while Shane Lowry tees off just after 3. Finally, in Formula 1, two-time world champion Fernando Alonso has signed a contract extension with Alpine for the 2022 season. 
Get Red FM's News Extra at redextra.ie and check out our other podcasts. The front of the examiner this morning says that um, uh, 2020 was uh, one hell of a record-breaking year with regards to temperatures and a lot of it down to climate change. Last year was Europe's warmest on record by a significant margin, a margin of 1.9 degrees Celsius. Um, and uh, much of that, of course, to do with climate change, it is said. Papers this morning, both the Examiner and the Echo, pick up on a story that Lana just mentioned there, um, and that is uh, St. Catherine's Ward um, in the grounds of St. Finbar's Hospital. Ten non-compliance issues, three deemed to be critical. And the headline in the Echo this morning says, patient dignity is at risk. And amongst them were be- the bedroom area locked from early morning until 9pm at night. Apparently, um, 21-bed facility, they would have had 17 residents for more than six months there. So the bedroom area locked from early morning till half past nine. The day area locked from half past nine until the following morning. Deemed to be restrictive practice that wasn't conducive to privacy and dignity. Apparently, all residents required to awake and dress at 9 a.m. in the morning, upstairs for breakfast. The bedroom area is then locked uh, um, and residents were not admitted or permitted to freely access their bedrooms if they wanted or needed an item from their room. They had to seek permission from the staff uh, who then accompanied the resident to unlock the bedroom door and allow the resident access to their room. Uh, The lack of access to bedrooms during the day resulted in residents sleeping in chairs when tired. Uh, In relation to staff, it was found that the uh, the numbers of staff and the skill mix of the staff were not sufficient to meet residents' needs. Very sad, very damning. Um, I would invite anybody that has had an experience, say, for instance, of um, you know, St. Catherine's in the Mercy to get in touch. I won't give out your personal details. You know, for the good and the not-so-good stories, if you like, text 0868104106 and uh, email neil at redfm.ie. There are other stories related to health in the papers today and has to do with pregnant teachers. Um, the Minister, Norma Foley, has rejected calls from the unions to allow unvaccinated pregnant teachers to work from home. But she did say that uh, teachers who are pregnant can take pregnancy-related sick leave once their GP or consultant signs off on it. Now, pregnancy itself is not a sickness, of course, and uh, but they're saying that the, she's saying that there could be pregnancy-related illnesses that could be deemed usable with regards to taking time off. So unions are furious that pregnant teachers are told to call in sick. And it's a story that makes many papers today, including, as I say, the Mail and the Independent. But another big um, COVID-related story is Electric Picnic. And the chief medical officer says it should go ahead. Varadkar is saying it should go ahead. In fact, he, he's he's rowing in on it now. The attorney general might even get involved in this. And one of the papers this morning is saying that uh, that Electric Picnic should actually move venues uh, from County Leash to anywhere else because County Leash County Council have said that they will not reverse the decision, even though Tony Hulan said he had no problem at all with people going to Electric Picnic if they were outdoors and, and fully vaccinated and what have you. So the Attorney General is now involved to save it. Leo Varadkar has said that he's trying to press uh, for the go-ahead for the festival and he's going to do his best. But um, the Red Tops this morning call it Bally Go Backwards. Uh, because the council have ignored Neffert advice and have killed all festival hopes. Um, 
Interestingly, I always amazed that people come out and say that they were, you know, that they were really surprised and concerned at the numbers at the All Ireland hurling final on Sunday, and that they were really surprised and concerned at the amount of people who weren't at the match but were still out in Dublin before the match, during the match, after the match, and parting. I mean, what did they expect with regards to an event like that? So, you know, like it's. You can expect these things to happen, that there's going to be an awful lot of people who are going to be out and about. I mean, by and large, the pubs are open uh, and a lot of them are outdoor screens, so you're going to get an awful lot of people gathering. There's another lovely story, gig-related, making the echo today, and it's a downtown supplement where they look at the great Cork gigs of our time. Um, I was just chatting with Lana. We, We think that it was August 20th, 1991, that Nirvana played Sir Henry's, but they look back at some of the greatest gigs on Leaside over the years, and they talk about Kurt Cobain and Nirvana at Henry's. They talk about Michael Jackson. They talk about Elton John down the marquee. They talk about um, Parky Cueve in 2013 when Bruce Springsteen played. And Seamus told me this morning, extraordinarily, because I wasn't at that gig, but Seamus was, and he said, would you believe that he never played the river? Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily.